People get one or two rejections. Okay, I give up. We were already doing shots of tequila while you were going. No, 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 no. Patron wasn't invented yet. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Like, anyway. Daily Logic Check. Welcome to Daily Logic Check. I'm your host, Elizabeth Lynn Vargas, with my co-host, Andrew Vargas. And today we have a very, very special guest, all the way from Austin, Texas, just for this interview, the founder of Patron and Paul Mitchell Hair Products, Jean-Paul DeJoria. Thank you for being here. <laughs> oh, this is my pleasure. It really, really is. You came all the way from Austin just to say hi to Andrew and I on our little old podcast in Newport Beach. Why? Well, it's a little more than that because your little podcast isn't just a little podcast, okay? It addresses things that appeal to the masses. Nobody is on television or in a podcast that I know of that reviews daily things, daily events, and looking at it from a person's point of view, not the person that's giving you the information. Yeah. And there's no place that does that. So it's really my pleasure. I think we need more of this. I think the American public likes to drop in on something where people are talking about normal things from a normal point of view, not just what someone's trying to shove down their throat. And I think that is fabulous. The world needs more of that. Thank I'm here you. to represent you. Andrew, you're fabulous. I thank you. Hear that? <laughs> yeah. right, so, you know, we, Andrew and I decided great. to bring forth, you know, I, I, I have 97% women on my, my followers yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. And I said, you know, I told my brother, let's do a lifestyle podcast with so many sure. brilliant minds that I know. Bring them on, have a smart cast, a smart podcast yeah. that people that come on can educate my viewers on things that maybe they know or maybe they didn't know. And, you know, I have such an yep. array of great people. We had Emily from The Housewives. We have some bangers. But now we have, obviously, one of the most successful entrepreneurs that came from nothing, nothing and is creating something. And I, I just can't thank you enough for being here today. Well, I also um, like the fact that, at least for part of your conversation, I could give a point of view from a yes. person that came from homelessness yes. to yeah. having quite a bit the American dream, yes. because I've been at both ends. So it's really nice to be able to look at America different ways. And by the way, America still works. And I'm sure during your interview, uh, people will realize America still works. Forget what the politicians are telling you. Yeah, They're just doing to get reelected. Yeah. America still works. Well, we are perfect. We came from nothing. We were homeless, too. Oh, all three so of us. Three of us. Three yeah. of us. Oh, absolutely. So I know America works. I'm sitting in yeah. this chair today and with you here because it works. I love it. Yes, as it bad as you look online and as bad as everything looks on TV, yeah. I just what I do is I look outside. And it still looks like everything's functioning perfectly you fine. And everybody's Get off social media getting for along. A second. Everybody gets along just fine in the yeah. world. Mother Earth still works. Okay? <laughs> yes. you gotta leave the planets are still growing green. Got, you gotta know? leave the politicians <laughs> aside that promise you everything. And sometimes they do, sometimes they deliver nothing. But it, it's a good thing to be able to at least see everyone's view, which is nice, yeah. and realize that. America does work, and we the people are still we the people of the yeah. United States of America. Yep, absolutely. And I don't want anyone to forget that. Whatever the politicians do, yeah, whatever they may want to cram down your throat or do that you don't want to do, no. America is yeah. the land of the free and the home absolutely. of the brave. Do what you want to. It's freedom, not what they say absolutely. you must do to get control of you. That's oh, and not you right. can cuss on the show. It's freedom of speech. Just yes. so you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, um, you know, one thing that I've noticed is, you know, we just came out of that crazy time with COVID. Oh, crazy. And I'm an entrepreneur, and I, you right. know, I, I really struggle with the, the ups and the downs and the hits and the non-hits and then the bonuses and then, you know, you, you, you feel like you won for like a week and then you're, you're hit down again. One thing I've noticed is a lot of restaurants went out of business in California because, yep, you know, obviously I live here and, and all over the country and a lot of people lost a lot of their lives that they spent their entire lives building. And right now their excuse is, well, the man's not letting me get back up. The man's, you know, I'm going to wait for another check or, or, you know, I'm just, I'm done, I'm over it. You went through the same thing in your 
startup era of your life, but yet, and you didn't have the COVID thing, but you still had a lot, a lot of trials and tribulations. That's correct. But you got back up. So your advice to, I mean, what would you tell somebody that's just down on their luck, they tried and they're just giving up right now? Gotcha. This is a very good question. In fact, not realize what you were going to ask me, that'd be a question I would design. So that's perfect. Thank you. Good. You want my investor in Vargas people, Vodka. You know, people have to know, are things that bad? No. Did inflation take off with whatever measures the government presently put in? Yeah, okay, and that right, hurts right. everybody. But let me give you a different situation. When I started Paul Mitchell in 1980, I had a backer. The backer pulled out. I stopped doing everything I was doing, went down the hill to get the money, left my relationship, left everything with 200 bucks in my pocket, plenty of money for my wife and my daughter to exist for a long time, even though the wife and I weren't getting along very well, but plenty of money for them, went down the hill with a couple hundred bucks in my pocket. The backer pulled out. This is very important. That's crazy. At the last, I'm down there, nothing. A friend of mine found me and said, JP, you gotta call Dick Holthouse. Here's his phone number, call him, collect. And he said, JP, the last minute, I know you're expecting money to come in today. You're changing your life right now. Let me tell you why he changed his mind. Inflation in the United States was worse than under this administration. At, at it was twelve and a half percent. Wow. Twelve and a half percent inflation. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. Interest rates. I can't imagine that. Oh, well, hold, let me give you another one. Interest rates. This is eighty and eighty-one. If you could get a loan in nineteen eighty or eighty-one, if you could get a loan, prime rate means the lowest rate interest you could get was seventeen percent. If you wow. could, yeah, if you could even get a loan, okay. That not that's not all. Unemployment in the United States was 10.5%, and we waited in line for gasoline because of what was going on in Iran. In other words, people said, this is the time to go to work for somebody else. Go back to your job, JP. Right. Don't do it. But we believe what we have was really great. So I lived in my car for a few weeks. We started the company with $700. It took us two years, and I'll answer this question before you even ask it. It took us two years to know we're going to make it. Week to week, it was hand to mouth, week to week. How do we know we made it? After two full years in business, we were able to pay our bills on time. Oh. <laughs> Not pay them off, but pay them on time. We had $2,000 each. It was like, wow, we are making it. Yeah. Well, needless to say, no matter what other people told us, give up your job, go to work for someone, you got plenty of people who want to hire you, no matter what they say, I believed in what I had. Yeah. So for young entrepreneurs, I have the greatest message I want to give to entrepreneurs, and even people like me as entrepreneurs starting later in life, okay, is this. Two things that are the most important things you'll ever know. Number one, be prepared for a lot of rejection. Because usually yeah, people get yeah, exactly. Yeah. Usually people get one or two rejections. Okay, I give up. They say it's not going to work. They said it's not going to work. Forget it. Right? I learned this selling encyclopedias in my early twenties, door to door. That's so awesome. All right. No appointments. <laughs> I would love for you to show yeah. up at my door. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No, no appointments. No leads. It was cold calling with a briefcase in your hand. Right? But they told me something during training. They said only a few of you are going to make it. The average lifespan of an encyclopedia salesman with Collier's Encyclopedia, door-to-door, -door, even during your four-day training, you're not paid at all, right? Okay, it's three and a half days. They said, but those that make it will do really, really good. And here's how you're going to make it. If you knock on 50 doors, cold calling, and they close everyone in your face, whether they're nice about it, and most people are pretty nice, right, or angry about it, used to be. on door number 51, you must be just as enthusiastic 
as you were on door number one is number 50. Well, for me, it wasn't number 50. I believe what they said, it was like 120 or something like that. Were you already doing shots of tequila yeah. while you were going oh, no, no, in no, advance? No, 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 <laughs> Patron wasn't invented yet. No, 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 That's no. what I mean. Like, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, so in other words, for me, it took a while. But once I got the first sale, it was over 100 doors before they let me in, okay? Wow. Once I got the first sale, I got motivated. And I lasted in there for almost four years. Door-to-door -door direct sales. How old were you? Uh, I was in my early 20s at that time. You know, became a field manager where three or four guys got in my car with me, and I would drop them off, get a low percentage of what they made. But these were very difficult times. I mean, the United yeah. States, we're through an unbelievable recession. 17.5%. That is insane. You, oh, that oh, is. You know, like, uh, it's hard money lending right oh, now. I mean, it's like... yeah, but right now, and i got to head it to normal families, it's very tough. It's not just now inflation dropped down to 3%. In the last three years, it went up to... At one time, multi-digits, I mean, let's say it went up to 8 9%. Yeah. But if you put it all together, if you put the last three years together, families are paying double-digit what they paid before for groceries and everything yeah. else. I mean, yeah, so they, they're, they're, the bragging is now, well, it's only down to 3.5%. Yeah, you know, the last three years, you got to put it all together. So wow. what we did was we were in an, an area where it happened all in one year, and then the second year was the same thing. You add them both up together, you're probably around 20% or something like that inflation. But you yeah. add all these together, it's pretty bad too. But oh, America yeah. still works, guys. America still works. People have to know that. So when you start with nothing and you sleep in your car, so number one was... That dollar really no, matters. Number one was <laughs> be prepared for a lot of rejection. The second thing, and this is very important, if you have a service to sell or you have a product to sell, okay, do not go into the selling business go into the reorder business yes. where your product is so good. If you have no money for advertising or promotion, they say, this is really good. They're going to want to reorder. Like Paul so Mitchell, what you do exactly, Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell, we had no money, no nothing. So I went door to door, beauty salon to beauty salon, knowing that hairdressers know the quality of a product. And the sh two shampoos and a conditioner and sculpting lotion we kind of started with down the way there uh, really worked well. So we knew a hairdresser knows about hair. We're only going to be in the hairdressing yeah. industry that somehow benefits the hairdresser, even in the future of distribution. You just change. sold hairdressers, right? Yeah, At some, the time? exactly. Only hairdressers. Even today, wherever it is sold, and if we're responsible for that sale, it all goes back. Some of it goes right back to hairdressers. Like Amazon goes right back to hairdressers. That's we great. give a piece of it back to our salons to carry Paul That's Mitchell. Cool. We will always stay in the industry that supports hairdressers. So what happened was, with all this going on, we made a product so good that once you used it, you'd want to use it again. Right. In other words, make your product not just to sell, but of such a quality. Now, what if you don't have a physical product? It's a service. Make your product, your service so well, even if it's a one-time service. 200%. But they'll tell their friends about it. Yep. Yeah. They'll tell their friends about yeah. it. Those salon hairstylists yeah. were using it on their clients, and their yeah. clients must have loved it, right? Yeah. So then and they, they just... loved it. The important thing was the hairdresser loved it. Yeah. Hairdresser is a place to go for a recommendation. They love it. Yeah. When uh, That's kind of how when... Uh, my friend and I started our business. We were just better than everybody else. So yeah. therefore, when they needed to recommend somebody, they're always going to recommend us. You got it, Andrew. Quality. Yeah, yeah, quality. And really be good at your job. Take pride in your work. And it's getting really hard to find that these days. Oh, yeah. Well, you so, work 17 hours days. Yes. I mean, you yeah. didn't just, like, yeah. show up and, oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah, it's like, starting, you're starting <laughs> you your business is a lot to of work. Yourself. And hopefully someday, it, like now for me, it's a lot less time. So I can spend time with my daughters, time, time with my niece and... So, yeah. but yeah, first Balancing off, that it's, life. 
first 10 years is work, work, work. Oh, yeah. I, uh, Andrew, I did the same thing. My first several years with Paul Mitchell I was on the road so much. It was only me for the first year. And then a year and a half later, I had one other person in the field. And of course, my partner, Paul, was an unbelievable hairstylist. He was one of the best in the world. We did what we could, just a couple of people. But it was that way. So I'd say easily for the first decade, I would travel so much, I spend very little time at home around the kids, very, yeah. very little, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's something sometimes you have to give up, but I would tell them what I'm doing, how it's gonna benefit us in the future. And of course- You created a legacy. Fun. I mean, you, you really like, even today, I go to my stylist, and I know, you know, we have a vodka company together, we're partners in yeah. a business, so I know I get these phone calls, and I remember one time, I'm getting my hair done, and it calls, and I have John Paul, Paul Mitchell, on there. And my stylist goes, answer it, please. I just want to hear his voice. I, 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 I went sweet. to his school. Yeah. And I was like, you did? She's like, yeah. Oh, her schools. Yeah, she oh went to my one of your gosh. schools. There's something, I want to share this with your audience too about schools. We have over 100 Paul Mitchell schools nationwide, cosmetology schools, but we do something in schools the world should do. They take time in schools to raise money, whether it's a cut-a-thon, a car wash, oh, for that. people, you know, yeah, it's part of our giving probe. We teach them how to give back, and they feel so good. Some of it goes to, like, you know, children. Uh, in fact, it's all over the world. Part of the money goes locally to charities, part nationally, and part internationally. So, and they, they get in return the feeling of giving and doing something for somebody else. We teach them in school how it's not just us. You gotta care about somebody it's an else and give. of giving back. Oh and yeah, and they do, and we've already raised, I think, $25 million yeah. in the last 25 years. Wow. Or something have like pride, that. In your, yeah. have pride in your job, pride in your work. Right. But none of the money, none of the money to raise it comes from the money raised. My partner, Wynn, and I, in our school division, put all the money in. We underwrite the whole thing. So every dime raised goes straight to a local charity, a statewide charity, or a national oh, wow. charity, or worldwide charity. They learn how to give. What do they get out of it? They have the gift and the love of giving. Yeah, it when feels you, so good to help. Oh, honey, when you give to somebody else asking nothing to return in, some of these Keats and Molly you'll never meet. Some of the people otherwise you'll never meet them. You know, yeah. but... The fact they know they did it without asking anything in return, not even a thank you, other than from us, yeah. they feel wonderful. It's a great high. No, I, I more people should do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're you're notorious for all your businesses giving back. I mean, you have Peace, Love, and Happiness Foundation also. Oh right? yeah. And J is that your private foundation? Yeah, JP's that... Peace, Love, and Happiness Family your... Foundation is only for my family. Right. All oh, okay, my businesses give back. That's, okay. We don't take money from any, but that's just our own money giving out, and we give out. Well, it's in the millions. Yeah. You know, we, we've had a lot of money, okay? But we don't give it out. We help our country become better. Right. I figure that... teach people. What do you always say? Teach them how to farm and they'll feed themselves? Or Yeah, or you heard uh, the old one is teach them how to fish and they'll teach themselves instead of giving them the fish. Yeah. Teach them how to farm. And we did that. Grow Appalachia. We taught thousands of people how to do their own farming so they could feed themselves. And then the next year, grow a little more and sell it in grocery stores for organically owned produce or at farmer's market. But teach you also did the... What was that show where the guy had the treat tea tree? Oh, treat Johnny George's yeah, treat TV. Shark Tank. That was <laughs> the one time. I, that was the one time. By the way, I was on Shark Tank, a beautiful show, Shark Tank. But do you know it's been shown over 300 replays? I did I it know. seven years ago. It's been replayed over uh, at least really? 200 times. Because we it's love the tea tree guy yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's Johnny George, he invented this little thing, a tree teepee, that tea you put around plants and trees. They grow faster. You need less water. It captures water. the water. It captures the water, oh. the humidity at night. Less water that you use at all on it, like probably one-tenth the water that you have to use. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I, and I less, less everything. And the tree grows quicker and better. But, it was a pleasure, and he's still in business. But everybody wanted 
all the investors, all the sharker, the tankers, what do they call them, the sharks? Yeah, the sharks. Wanted, they want to talk uh, you know, well, why are you selling it to this margin? You know, we can get this margin, this margin. And, and he's like, well, because we're farmers. I mean, that was the most. And some could afford it, you're right. Emotional moment for me to watch that was, he's like, well, because we're farmers, I sell to farmers, they can't afford. And they're like, we don't care, we don't want this margin. And you're like, you know what? No, you're right. I'm putting the money in because I believe in America. America works, believe in the farmer. And I was like, I need JP as my partner. <laughs> 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 so, in, so in today's environment with, yeah, again, you know, post COVID, a lot of, uh, and now we have an election year coming up. Oh boy. What in your, what is your take on, now you just started a new, well, you've already had this tequila before. Sure. Bandero tequila is your new tequila, yes. but you've, you already had it pre-COVID, right? Or did you? Yeah, no, yeah, that's a, a lot of people ask me the same thing, okay? Uh, I sold Patron, okay. okay, my interest in Patron to Bacardi uh, uh, five years and six months ago, okay? For a very nice sum. Uh, yeah, for sum. a very nice sum very of money, nice exactly. Sum. Just Google but it. <laughs> when I sold Patron, I had another tequila company I was starting that was a real smooth tequila that was organic, no additives, right? In fact, I have a bottle here, as you mentioned, okay? Bandero, Bandero, okay? So what I did was I started Bandero, and ben, and they were very kind to Bacardi, so kind to me. They said, JP, we'll let you keep, because you're just starting it, right? And But you can't put any money into it, and you can't promote it. So I said, could I give it to my adult daughters to run for me? And plus my partner, Jonathan, who helped start the whole darn thing, right? Yeah. They said, yes, but you cannot be involved in any way, shape, or form. No marketing. Yeah, but no, Public nothing for five years. Yeah. And they deserve that. They're wonderful people. I said, sure, gladly. So what I did on it was I did zero. But the non-compete was up in April, so now I could get involved and do different things. So now we're in six states right now, and we're launching the United States. But it is extremely No, I've smooth. had it. It is Really Extremely good. Extremely smooth. I, I okay, so I know you're JP and I know you're Patron, but I'm telling you right now, I, I if I would have thought you were going to do another tequila company, yeah. that actually you might want to tip that up a little bit. Might. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, there you go. You're, you're going to do. Go. You're not, I'm not tipsy yet, but okay. uh, <laughs> if I would have known you were going to do a second tequila yeah. company that was that darn good, like my girlfriends have tried it, and it's, it's actually. I mean, I, I hate to say this, but it's, it's better than. Your last company. <laughs> well, no, let, me, let, let me put it a little different, okay? I mean, not better, but it no, tastes Patron, smooth. Patron, and uh, this is not has nothing to do with the Patron product. It's totally right. different, right? Patron is a great company. It, it is, is a great, great tequila. Product. And most people that appreciate really good tequilas, okay, yeah. usually have at least two. Yeah. So people okay. say, if we have at least two, we'll have Patron. I love Patron. Yeah. I, I'm the and creator. Everyone loves Patron, I'm but this creator. is just different. Okay, yeah, it's, this it's, is different than yeah, Patron, different. right? You're right. Have them both there, you know? Yeah, you're why right. not? That's but just definitely different. try Bandero and yeah. see what you think. Try it at room temperature and try it chilled, and you will be amazed at the results. And it is organic. Daily Logic Check. So with the election year coming up and, and wanting to start a business, and I know you said you've already had it started, but yep. you're really going to go big with it this year, which that is That we're great. doing, which just started. Right? And, you know, you get some of these deals closed, and I, I'm just super excited for you guys. But you think that if you're going to start a business today, would you wait till after the elections, or would you just start any... Is there any time in, your, in someone's life where you'd say, don't start your business or your dream because of an election year? Because everyone's saying, don't do anything until after the election. Don't buy real estate. Don't do you know, uh, this, businesses. This, 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 you're asking me, not one person I've interviewed with, and they've been on every major channel there is, right, has ever asked me that question, okay? When's the right time to start? Is it right now or not? And my answer is this, right now. 
I started Paul Mitchell under the worst situation our country's ever been in. Right. It was an election year. You know, uh, Reagan was just elected at that time over Jimmy Carter, I believe, who was running for re-election at that time. I mean, it was, and everything was wrong. Unemployment, interest rates. I mean, like, let's everyone start a said, business. You don't want to start a It's the worst time in our history. No, don't. Other than the Great Depression of the 20s, you'll never want to start a business. Yeah. And throughout that time, people were saying, JP, go to work for us. It's not going to happen. And we struggled. It was day to day, hand to mouth. There were times I'll never forget where for the whole day to eat, I had just a few dollars. Did you have a kid, a child too? A child, yeah. yeah. I had dear friends that, of mine and my mom that helped me take care of my son, John Jr. Was it Jr. the Harley people that took care of <laughs> no, no, there were some wonderful, well, that was my younger son. That was the oh, first time I was homeless. first son, okay. Well, the first time I was homeless there, yeah. That was in my <laughs> early 20s. Yeah, that was some great biker friends of mine that, that helped me at that time. <laughs> but, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of people, I think, that really want to do something in their life, they have an excuse that, well, the environment is the excuse No excuse. And, and I agree, and I agree. Like, you know, Andrew and I, you know, we've really lived. And as, as, as much as we've lived, I've, I've always wanted my own company that's simple. Like, my Vargas Vodka is something, it's my passion. I love it. I love the business side of it. I love that it's one product, it's simplified, I can sell it, and I can give back, because a dollar of every bottle goes to my, um, my animal charity, right? So I'm like, okay, this is great, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do it. I was scared. I was scared to, I was getting divorced. I, I had... You know, I just needed one person to believe in me, and that was you. And and I, to this day, can't believe you believed in me that I could do this and that I was able and capable coming from where I came from, being homeless, not having been college educated because I didn't have the money to go to school, trying to help support my family, all these problems hitting me in the head. Sure. You still said, you know what? I believe in you. Well, I, and, I, I looked at someone that was similar to me coming along <laughs> that could use the helping hand. I just looked at it that way. Yeah. You know, that's it. We, got, we want to help one another out. Success yeah. unshared is failure. But, but I also think that um, if one, you know, my advice also would be like, if you have that one person, even if it's your teacher or somebody in school yeah. or anybody that's a little tiny bit of a mentor, latch onto them. Because I didn't have anybody, really. Like, like shooting in the dark trying to figure out who do I listen to? Like for years I had nobody, you know, I didn't have a father figure. I didn't really have any, I didn't have a, my mother was great, but she had kids. Yeah. She, how does she, oh, start a business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she sure, was, mom. She works 16, 16 hours, hours a day. She couldn't afford she five kids. Five kids, first. like, you know, and, and I think that, you know, by watching these podcasts, watching these stories, like oh, yeah. you being on our, our lifestyle podcast and really being able to share your experience with these young people can encourage them to get off the couch and just do it. Like, you do may fail. You will fail. Do it now. Oh, you will. Do fail, it. fail, fail quickly, right? Do it now. Yeah, do it now and be positive. Because if you're positive, what you do, we all have problems, right? My God, in high school, my business teacher told me and Michelle Gilliam, who became Michelle Phillips, the actress in Mamas and Papas, we would never succeed at anything, okay? Yeah. And we didn't <laughs> let that get us down. Because remember this, no matter what anybody has told you so far, or what's your experiences in life? You cannot change yesterday's newspapers. No. In other words, that's the past. Get off your shoulders. Yeah. So what happens is, as we start things out, we have all these problems. It's because you got your mind off your goal. If your goal was to succeed in your business, these problems come along, it's like a rock in the river. The river goes around it. Yeah. Obstacles yeah. are things we see when we take our mind off our goals. Daily Logic Check. Well, okay, so I joined that Orange County Housewife show, right? Because <laughs> I'm like, well... You're very you know, positive. If I'm going to, you know, launch a vodka, everybody's getting wasted watching a reality show on COVID. <laughs> it was perfect. 
So my environment, even though it was the worst environment to be in, I was going through a serious divorce. Yep. I was down and out. My technology company shut down. I was crying so hard because my lawyer fees were skyrocketed. I moved into a 350-square-foot uh, apartment at the Wedge. Right. Rented out my beach house for, to four, for 39 to 4,000 a day to pay my lawyers, still had no money, lived with my dog on a housewife show in a tight with a cheat behind me, <laughs> pretending I was in my mansion on the beach. <laughs> you know, and I was like, this is the yeah. worst environment. And then bam, I'm in that apartment and COVID hits. Yep. So I get, I'm literally like my worst nightmare. And I just remember you saying, uh, you just kept saying, you know, it's, there's, ne it's, there's never a good time. It's ne there's never a good time to quit. That's right. You can quit your entire life, but there's, ne there's never, you, I think you said there's never a good time to quit. Correct. You should never just quit. Because I was like, hey, man, this is just going to be, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Yeah. And you're encouraging words and just being able to, I watched interview after interview, and I tried to search for positive, uplifting people, and your name just kept popping up. And I think that's one thing that, with your success, you do is you're willing to get on television. You're willing to really share because you have time now. You sold Patron. You're starting Bandera, but you got a great team now. You know what you're doing. You know this is a great environment to start Bandera. But you're also willing to give back your knowledge. And and I think that you know for me once you know I always thought well money makes me successful. But really what I've learned from you is that. The journey is successful. If I can conquer those failures exactly. and those transitions, I'm successful. Like if I can live there, coming from jets and helicopters and this really wealthy lifestyle to look nothing, That's and right. then get back up with nothing. I mean, I didn't divorce yeah. with anything, so it's like, I, you know, I got stock options. Awesome. I can't spend those. I'll just do, do anything. It's not paying my rent. Hey, you're, you're, <laughs> you going, you're going along with what really works. It's good for your audience to know this. Yeah. Successful people in anything you do, whether it's your personal life or in business or in education, successful people do all the things unsuccessful people don't want to do. Yeah. Yes. And then I'll let this little slogan too that I love, I think John Lennon came up with in one of his songs. My friend Jonathan told me about it. I love the slogan. In the end, everything will be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not, not the end. end. <laughs> you have those two slogans with you at all times. They'll motivate you to go out and do a little bit more, work a little bit longer, a little bit later. There's so many stories on how that works. No, I, so that's I, what you did. Good for you. <laughs> well, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I mean, you no, know. But you're doing really well, Elizabeth. I'm <laughs> no. very, very proud of you. Thank you so much for that. And I'm also proud, you know, of, of the people that I've surrounded myself with are also really important to your success. And I... That's correct. I, I do have to agree that if you don't surround... I mean, what is your take on surrounding yourself in the right environment versus... Not. Well, you've got to. If you're around negative people that complain, that tell you how things aren't going to work out, they're constantly complaining or gossiping about somebody else, get away from them. Okay, that spoken word is very, very important. Try and only surround yeah. yourselves with just nice, kind people. And when you have friends that just blab and gossip Made about everything, telling about how bad everything is right now. Talk about people. Don't, yeah, okay, they can't help it. They've been, a lot of the press, unfortunately, is controlled, okay? So it's like, you know, yeah. a good piece of it, all right? So it's, a lot of it isn't really true, but it affects them. So they have to just remember, yeah. in the end, everything's going to be okay. If it's not, it's not the end. And what do you do? You don't pay attention to negative people. You stay away from them. 
and you go with people. And if, even if it's your two best friends, just say, hey, I'm on a positive vibe now. I yeah. appreciate all the gossiping. It's interesting. But please, let's only talk about positive things now because I'm going to make this world more positive yeah. because yeah. of and my service. you might lose some friends in the process. It's but okay. Yeah. But it's okay. You get a boot. You get the boot. But you're going <laughs> to raise them. No, your, your frequency is going to raise. The frequency yeah. of this planet is raising right now. You'll find your people frequency that will raise. If you look for the right, if you don't let the toxic people take over your life and you can move forward, you'll find people that aren't toxic that are good for your That's your life. correct. And people that aren't toxic want to be around others that are non-toxic. When they're around people that are just gossipers and talk about bad things or negative things all the time, they sooner or later just don't want to be around them. Yeah. You want to be around the people that want to be around you, that you could just have a positive, even if you said very few words, but you were positive, you were happy. Mm -hmm. That's what the world needs more of. Not holding, each other, holding each other up, not breaking each other down. You yeah, got and, it. And that's perfect. Andrew, that's beautiful. <laughs> Andrew holds me up all the time. I'm good like, oh, my God, good I can't do it. Good Andrew's like, it's no, okay. What he's saying is correct. What he's saying is correct. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting because a lot of people are on you know, this whole social media thing that we've got. You know, you got TikTok, Instagram, and these, you get feed. So everybody gets their own feed on these social media platforms, and a lot of them are really tail. America's feed is different than... China's feed. China's feed is different than Japan's feed. We all have the same platform, but all of our feeds are different. And I really feel like, like right now, we've got a lot of uh, conspiracy theories and negativity and aliens oh, yeah. and so much it, weird crap that really gets in people's mind. True. And they Sasquatch. they start. It's like an agenda. What do you call it? A, a you know conspiracy. A, yeah, the conspiracy theories, and it really makes people negative. Like well, they start believing all of them. And you want to know the real bummer of this thing? I can just give you one example, okay? It was like, what, four years ago when Trump, or more than that, when he was running for president, right? They talked about, oh, the Russians are involved, it's a conspiracy, and at least three TV stations said that, right? But when it turned out that that was a lie, they found it wasn't a lie, I think it was Hillary or someone hired someone to do that. I mean, it was some crazy thing. They never covered it. They only no. covered the bad part. They, they don't, okay, and by the way, so your yeah. viewers know, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. Right. I am a pure Same independent, period. Yeah. There was an independent. You, you got it. So I'm it's fair. not any party, just that some messages they deliver aren't yeah. the right messages. You got to take your own message. No, America Propaganda does work. push. Yeah, don't yeah. let them, don't, don't eat their story. I mean, my God. Yeah. And then it comes out later. You must wear a mask. It stops COVID. Well, we found out later that was a lie. It doesn't. They lied to us, you know? Through a mask, but, yeah, but, no, it, so but don't let them get you down. You know. They don't. They don't. No, look they don't show you the good. They show you There's the no bad, but not the good. No, they don't. They don't yeah. show you the good. Yeah. Here's this conspiracy you find out later, but they hate the guy they talked about so much they don't want to tell you. Well, we actually didn't tell you the truth. It was someone yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's why I say don't let these things get you down. America yeah. still works. There's great Republicans, great Democrats, great independents, great, great, great everything. Great yeah, but yeah. some of them in power are influenced by other people. Don't money. let that money, oh God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> because remember, you know, they, they're, they're the, let's say their re-elections are sponsored by a lot of big and people, right? are expensive. And they support them. And they, Unless you're John Paul, you're, you oh, should no, just And they give a president. narrative off to support <laughs> them. But, you know, again, there's a lot of good people here. Yeah. And those people that are bad, even though I heard all this stuff about the FBI telling this bad false information, they wouldn't bust Hunter Biden, they wouldn't do this. Everybody, right, because of the influence of the politics that were happening at that time. Yeah, but that's not the real FBI. I lecture to the FBI. I train them in management motivation, as well as I did it with the CIA. Are you kidding? The, no, no, not at all. In fact, it's no secret. I've made the newspapers, right? Oh, but great. I've trained them on more than one occasion, right? But on management <laughs> motivation, how to be a more loving, no daring manager. Yeah. So the majority of the people with the FBI or even the CIA are wonderful people. Yeah. It's just a few bad actors in there that were in positions of control that created some of this stuff. Yeah. So when you heard the stuff, what they were involved in, 
you know, but that's just a couple of them. It's not the whole FBI or the CIA. There's yeah. wonderful. There's only a few of them at the top that were doing this. But, We've but, got a great nation. They're good people. And even these people that are around bad actors basically are pretty good people. But don't they put out bad, uh, fake uh, propaganda for agendas? Yes, yes to, they to, do. To, but we don't to, know. To deflect who's from, like, what's really happening. I mean... It, that well, that is a very good too. conspiracy. We don't know. Obviously, without it's proof... It's not a conspiracy. Well, when, like, it is when, super when, obvious that it's not a conspiracy, but it is because there's no... Hard proof. Exactly. Because you don't you don't see, oh look, that guy took that thing and put it there. Well, okay, so why are they all of a sudden releasing aliens right uh, now when there's an election year? Because uh, come on. They're like, trying to they, they have nothing else to pick. Like, let's pick Let aliens. Let them be real, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I just I want to be one real. alien I, in my life. I, I think you're I think you may have already without even knowing it. You know? <laughs> yeah, are you I'm an alien, alien JP? No, no, but but what, what I will tell you this though, no, this, uh, 2024. You're going to see the alien thing really open up. Okay, really? you'll see more. I can't wait. Do you think there's people? really? Uh, I mean, That's... we can't be the only people on the planet, right? Um, I hope not. <laughs> wait, yes. are you going to start turning yeah, green? No, I, I, I personally believe. No, I personally believe it's beyond any question of doubt real. Beyond, really? I mean, yeah, they're I... now finding civilizations that are twelve thousand years old. Did they find a spaceship is... back in the what is that called? The area fifty-one. Area fifty-one. That was real. Oh yeah. Really? Oh, definitely. For real? Oh yeah. Wait, have you seen a spaceship? I mean, you are in well, the upper let me, echelon. I, I, you asked me that question, okay? And it freaks people out, but it's, okay, what happened? The guy who was in charge of, let's say, intelligence at that time in Roswell, the guy, uh, Colonel, starts with an M, his last name, came out and said, no, until the day he died, he wrote a book all about it, you know, all about Roswell. And he said, no, I was there. I saw, I saw them. I saw the people that they hauled away. I saw the material. Okay, we broadcasted it that it was an alien landing, and then they changed the narrative a day later to say, oh, no, it was a weather balloon. Weather balloon, yeah. Oh, yeah, but if you watch, I mean, a, a, a lot of things, if you go on and you see this, it blows you. Well, I'll give you an example. If you type in into your computers, okay, uh, Secretary of Defense for the U.K., or Secretary of Defense for this. Canada, right? And after you type in Secretary of Defense, just type in UFO, and you will see their ex-Secretary of Defense is saying, yeah, it is real, no, and here's why we know it's real. Uh, no. But they don't they show all. this is real. They all say it's real, it should be exposed. These are Secretaries yeah. of Defense. All I want before I die is to, to shake a hand of an alien. <laughs> 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 that would be amazing. <laughs> no, me too. The ghosts, I mean, come on, just let me meet one. I mean, all these ghost movies, how is it we have ghost movies and no one's ever physically yeah. videoed one? They're on one. season seven yeah, of yeah, Ghost Hunters. You know, some else people say, well, if they're here, they're going to kill us. They've been around for thousands <laughs> of years. And it's already coming up. What were the pyramids? Were they burial chambers? No, the Great Pyramid was not. It was a battery, electrical charge thing that was from one to yeah. the other. Oh, no. just didn't it was they... energy. Oh, no, no, no. And they're coming up with more flying saucer pictures and things from aliens that date it way back. And now when they uncover cities, like the one in Turkey, that's yes, 12,000 years old. Yeah, and another one that. they've yeah. uncovered that's 20,000 years old? I mean, forget the history that they told us. It's got to be rewritten a little bit. It okay? has to be. In the Amazon, oh, yeah. didn't they, so they, they do that uh, that uh, laser where they could see the, in the Amazon jungle? Yeah, the, the LIDAR, the, the LIDAR the of the jungle. city in the jungle. Uh, not but only they've only there, done 5% of it, and they're trying okay, to do the rest. I've been in Guatemala in the Mirador Basin. I was in there with my son twice, uncovering pyramids wow. that were totally buried for over 1,000 years. And we thought at first there were five or six pyramids there. And then we thought, no, there's actually 21. One of them, Mirador, is bigger than the Great Pyramid of Egypt in size. Not in height, but in size, right? Greater. 
with the new uh, radar that came out now that you can look through the ground. Yeah, the that's stuff, what we were talking about. They found over 900 <gasps> of them there now in the Mirador Basin, about the size of L.A. County. And there was so, wow. a lot of stuff was here they didn't want to talk about. And now it's hard to change the, the books. You know, it's like, well, who discovered North America? So you're America? saying that the boat guy didn't just come over and <laughs> discover America. <laughs> it was already here. It was okay. already here. Already. Well, you know, the, the Navajo, my God, the Hopi Indians had pictures on the walls yeah. of it. No, yeah. So they say the Egyptians are like, oh, the Egyptians built the pyramids. I'm like, they couldn't have built the pyramids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. But, 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 no but, but the little ones, they probably did, okay? Well, but they probably the tried to one, mimic no, them. Was, no, there's another way. But uh, and I've, I've also been to Cusco and seen the 20,000 ton blocks there that no human beings or even machine to can't work. But, yeah. but 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 the thing is this experience you know and people would ask this, well why? I'm glad you want to know oh, aliens because I normally don't talk about okay. <laughs> but they ask well are they bad? Are they bad? Right. They could have wiped us out a thousand years ago. Yes. But why don't they show themselves so much right now? My feeling is because we're so primitive, we're, we're still killing one another. <laughs> we're an advanced us. human race and we're killing one another. With we're on a plate where <laughs> Uh, uh, governments try and separate people. And I can tell you an interesting story I want to tell you, okay? During COVID, I was asked by one of the major stations to go on and represent the 1% because I was wealthy and had big business, right? I went on this show, and I won't mention the show with all due respect to him, right? They said, well, JP, you're representing the 1% during COVID, and what do you think of this? Should they be paying? Should you know the thing on Wall Street really happen where the 1% should give a lot more? I said, well, first of all, let's straighten everything out. I'm not the 1%. I am the 100%. It is we, the people of the United States of America. And the aliens. I was poor. I was homeless, okay? I was all that, right? And I got a chance to make it. So I could talk about the American people, not the 1%. We're all we, the people yeah. of the United States of America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's, at that time, with the giving pledge, I think there was 110 of us on board. And we're billionaires, and we've all pledged to give away a certain percentage of our wealth after we die or while we're still alive right. or a little of the two. Right. So we are, it's we the people giving and boy, the narrative changed immediately. So you think, you think, you think <laughs> the aliens are like, Okay, so do you think that they pick certain people to be billionaires, or? <laughs> no. You know, like, that's do you a good think question. If I prayed to my alien gods, I, like. I do know. I don't know. I do know that several years back they did something in the United States, and I believe it was in Russia also, for sure. The United States were over one of our main intercontinental ballistic households there. Let's call it right in yeah. Montana. That has yeah. all these ballistic missiles, right? A flying saucer came over it and it was I just heard, covering there. Yeah, it was covering there, right? And it happened somewhere else too. And all of a sudden, every single missile silo we had went dead. Went dead. Oh, yes, it was I, like, I saw remember, that. It was dead, right? Yeah. And then, of course, when it took off and went away, it all went back online again. So I, if they are here, and I definitely feel they're here, I don't think they're going to let a nuclear holocaust you think effort. Elon Musk is an alien? Because he's did he go to Mars? He's, he's, I don't know, but he's very he wants to go to Mars, but he's very, very smart. By the yeah. way, you know what they found on Mars already? Pyramids, faces. No, people lived on Mars at one so time. So you think the pyramids are energy from 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 planet to planet, maybe connecting? Well, do you think that that's maybe how they communicate with you know the pyramids? You know what? It's interesting you're saying that. I thought of that a little bit because we have pyramids here and they have some yeah. pyramids on Mars. Yeah. Maybe it was not just global but interplanetary. Well, like I don't know. Phones. The question is, I don't know. Yeah. You know like but I Andrew. do know <laughs> there was a whole civilization there before. And if you were probably going on the internet talk about Mars, the face found on Mars or the pyramids on Mars. And a lot of people I taught, they're pretty well sophisticated, saying, no, no, all indications are, yeah, there was something there. And on the other side of the moon, yeah, there were some things we found there also they're trying to let out right now. So, yeah, they, they've I'm, been I'm still hoping that someday, someday soon, they can give us 
the like because it's always just the these little like can be explained or ignored. I, I or, think you're gonna see it more this year. I know if it was one of the things. And by the way, I love Bobby Kennedy. He's a beautiful, wonderful, <laughs> honest human being. But he had said it before that if he became president, that he would expose it all, right? Because the UFOs are real, and he knows it, right? Yeah. But I think also Carter said the same thing. Yeah. And, and Clinton said the same thing. But I think when they finally got to finding out, they said, well, it's only uh -oh. on a need-to-know basis, and yeah. you're not on a need-to-know. They to think know. what, it'll but freak I'm us out? the president of the United States, not on the need-to-know. Well, will it freak the American public well, out, or what no, are they worried I, about? No, I think it won't freak them out, because well, more and more, look at Arizona. That giant spacecraft, probably a mile long, flew over, and everyone saw it. And the governor said, well, we know it was flares, whatever. Uh. But then after he was out of office, he says, yeah, it was definitely a UFO. That oh, was yeah. not, what that just was happened in, was it Florida? There was aliens in yeah, a mall? Yeah, the, the, the aliens... Oh, really? <laughs> Aliens in a mall, that was crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Is it because I, I there's an election coming out? They're, they're like, trying to distract, the aliens. They're going to distract us. They need to distract us with real so, so information. We <laughs> see it so much, and so many people are coming forth talking about it, that my feeling is this, and you could check me out in one year, that in this year of 2024, it'll be way more exposed to everybody. Get your hand out, Andrew. I'm, I'm hoping. That green slime's <laughs> then, coming your way. I, I mean, I don't know where to go. I can find one that wants to meet a great person like <laughs> you. Are they this big, you think, or are they, like, I wonder what they look so like. there's good out there. Don't be afraid. There's good. I, I, I do like, more like, Andrew, good Andrew, for us. Andrew, would you like to have... Just, as long as they're not like humans, because we just dominate everything, so as long as they have what a much we, more yeah. docile demeanor, we're good. Well, to the best of my knowledge, I think some of them look just like us, and many look different than we do, okay? That's many awesome. look different. So if you Maybe, start shedding your skin, yeah, but, we should but, probably but get But a lot of them, from what <laughs> I I'd understand, let you know if I was. <laughs> I think a lot of them are, probably look exactly like okay, us. Okay, so what about this monster theory, then? Because they keep saying that they're finding monsters on the planet, like monster fossils, like these mountains look like the shapes of monsters or women or... I mean, oh, is like that, troll style? Like troll style. Yeah, I don't know. I can't <laughs> I mean, contract Okay, so here's another yeah. thing. I, since you're onto the alien thing real quick, I know. Um, what about, was it Arctic and Arctic? You know, where all the all the celebrities are going down there to the oh, the Antarctica. Antarctica. What, what's, yeah. what is there? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can only tell you the history I know. Okay. Okay. In Antarctica, little... I can only give you the history I know. Okay. In Antarctica, in Antarctica, there's a no-fly zone that nobody is supposed to fly over. Okay, it's a no-fly zone, and from what information has come back after World War II, Admiral Byrd took our fleet down there because we thought there was a Nazi stronghold still down this after World War II. And they don't talk much about this. You may want to go online and put Admiral Byrd, okay? <laughs> down no, there. I but, heard a little bit about this. But what's this. come back to me was that they were down there looking for this Nazi stronghold, and all of a sudden, they were opposed. Whatever they were opposed by, it destroyed two of our major battleships. Wow. And the Admiral got a hold and said, we are leaving whatever's down here. We cannot counter it, okay? They're far more advanced than we are now, and they left. Okay, so obviously it wasn't anything of human form that was down there, or human, I, I shouldn't say human form, let me say wow. technology, the Nazis, or we had oh, yeah, way too advanced, and they said that, and from what I understand this, in the meantime, they don't want people to go, there's supposedly some hole there where there's some, uh, uh, I don't know, an underground city or something is down there, they won't let people there, and that's all that I know, uh, but uh, all indications are, if we were very, very advanced, and we could live underground, which we can, by the way, okay, if you take technology and the energy from the earth and know how to harvest it, and I'm sure one day we'll learn whatever that's all about, mm -hmm. who knows what you could create? Maybe your own sunshine under there. I don't know. But I do know there's definitely something down there. They don't want to talk about huh. it. Whatever it was, been there for a long time. Oh, the wildy coyote that would dig through the center of the earth when we were kids, the cartoon? <laughs> yeah. It oh, was real. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was. I remember wildy coyote. Remember, you would go 
in the middle of the sure, earth. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Pop out the other exactly. side. Yeah. And beep, beep. Yeah, yeah the roadrunner. Yeah, that was cool. Maybe, guys, maybe. That, or they would say if you would dig down, you get to China. I, mean, to I don't China. know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That one. that one I don't know. Only what I, I've heard of whatever facts have been sent my way. Daily Logic Check. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Daily Logic Check. I'm your host, Elizabeth Vargas, with my co-host, Andrew Vargas. If you like what you saw, you like what you see, click below, like, follow, and support us on Patreon. Peace, love, and happiness.